Hello, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yeah. Are we in? Let's go. Are we, we in, Jan? I'm, I need to. I don't know. Are we in? I think Jan is the gatekeeper of whether we're in the well, podcast. Well, yeah, whether. <laughs> Gatekeep. I'm gatekeeping. I love that. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, we're live from sunny Los Angeles, California. We're live on live Twitch and Instagram sunny and everywhere. Los Angeles, California on Twitch, Instagram, everywhere. Everywhere in the world. We're, we're live in sunny Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Jan, Twitch. I don't know why oh, this is blowing man. my mind, but the way you have your hand on your neck, it makes it look like you're wearing like a, a button-down t-shirt. Yeah. And it, you just have it's it open. A tie. A loose tie. I see a loose tie with You see a hand. loose skin-colored tie? Yeah, like a light pink <laughs> tie. Yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a skin tie. Ew. I'm wearing a skin tie. Ew. Oh, God. That's gross. It's to reduce the clutter image. Um, how are you guys doing today? I took the skin tie off. It was too much. Thank you. It was making me feel uncomfortable. It's early. It's, it's early. early. Uh, last night I... It's early yet. It's early yet? Yeah. What is that? Is that like a... I don't know. I just said it. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I, That's how early it is. I'm making up expressions. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie last night that had, uh, Jason, uh, why am I... <sighs> Momoa? Jason no. Bourne? No. Jason Alexander? No. There's so many Jasons. Uh, he was from Arrested Development. Jason. Jason uh, Bateman. Bateman. Sida- thank you. Sadakis. No, I thought it. <laughs> I know. I know. Jason Bateman had crab arms in this movie. He was what? a super villain and he had Wait. crab arms. I feel like what I remember movie this movie. This? Thunder Force yeah. with Melissa McCarthy. It's not great, but <laughs> Jason Bateman has crab arms and it that part is awesome. Thunder Force. Is that the one where the two of them get superpowers? Yeah, they basically become like super cops. And they look like super cops also. Yeah. I I watched part of this movie over the pandemic. You gotta watch the crab his crab arms rule. Best bit in the whole thing. It's wonderful. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sorry, I just had to kick it off with that. No, that's. I think uh, I remember seeing that part. I think I watched part of it during the pandemic. I remember seeing his crab arms. That's why this is so um, familiar. Gotcha. Crab arms, crab arms. Speaking of oceanic animals. Exactly. Great setup there, Dylan. I got you. Uh, this week, we watched a Voyager episode. We being the Trek to the Holodeck crew. The boys. The, the boys, boys, the hollow boys. That's us. 30 days, Voyager season five, episode nine. Woo! Which is the episode literally right after an episode we've just like recently did in the last couple months. Yeah. I mean, Voyager is really dense. I think there's like, if, if you were to look at our list, <laughs> there's like a series, really like a five or so episodes that had holodeck in it. Yeah. It's just very holodeck dense. <laughs> Voyager is really dense. <laughs> And I don't mean in terms of quality or depth. <laughs> I liked hey, this episode. I thought this episode was pretty dense. I, I liked it. It's pretty challenge. timely. It's pretty timely, too. It is pretty timely. Very it's timely. been timely for three decades. Ugh. No, but like even more so I, uh, now. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't see this, but apparently there's a meme going around, which it's the scene from Don't Look Up. 
where yeah, I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's her name's character is telling the newscaster like we're all gonna die and the newscaster's like we like to keep things light here like we don't want to talk about that kind of we want to be happy about the weather yeah. there's a bbc the there's a bbc said. yeah well there's a bbc i don't thing. think it's bbc no, it's Australia. I think it's oh, it's Australia. Yeah. Australia. I think it's okay. a Murdoch network. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's their Fox, basically. Yeah. yeah, where the the weather man was just like things are sh- things are bad, dude. Like everyone needs to like stay inside. No, but it's like not we that like bad, right? Light. Like we've had heat waves before, and he's like, no, this no, one's no, it's bad. It's happening more frequently. That's the problem. Yeah, like in the past, it was once in fifty years. <laughs> yeah, it's now every, every year. summer. <laughs> like it's not good anymore. <laughs> The, I hate I, this episode is very timely, but whenever I hear that something is ahead of its time and still relevant, it makes me feel like shit because yeah. like it feels <laughs> like a thing of like, wow, what a good movie. It's still relevant. And I see it. I'm like, no, that's not good. If it's a 50 year old movie, we clearly haven't fixed the issue that it was talking about. Like yeah, we cl- it's clearly needs to not be relevant anymore. It needs to be like, exactly. Hey, yeah. Remember back when? <laughs> Yes, when that, we haven't addressed wrong. it yet. We sh- we should have fixed this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. We're, like we 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 should be like the nagging partners, the nagging spouses of America. Of America, it's like when are you going to fix climate change? Like I'll get to it. Don't worry I'll about it. I'll get to it. Don't worry about okay? it. Okay. <laughs> like we're still using fossil fuels that are like for no reasons. Like yeah. I mean, it's working fine. The thing is, if we took it down, then it would be a whole, a whole thing. thing. We'd have to like. We need a country. It's gonna, take to me, be... it's gonna take me all weekend. Do you want the power to be out all weekend? Like, <laughs> like you want to be able mean, to cook it, and watch TV, right? Because like, if it means our planet doesn't burn down, yeah. honestly, honey, though, it, honey, if if I have to do this, the power, I have to turn power out all weekend, <laughs> all weekend. I would all prefer. <laughs> We need a country no to go full like eco terrorist and be that nagging country about. Uh, climate change just to be that country that's like constantly fucking with people and fucking shit up yeah imagine if like instead of being you know capitalist evangelists we were environmental evangelists and we had we still spent 700 billion dollars on our military every wow. year so we'd be like hey china if you don't you know well actually china's doing yeah, you want to know what the issue with that whole <laughs> the whole idea is guys is that uh we are the ones that are the bad people here. So We're like we can't, we, are. we can't be like, we can't be like, well, what if our military just invaded ourselves? Because yeah. we're the I ones. Mean, that's, that, that's the problem. <laughs> we're, we're the bad guys. Well, a hundred, the there's a hundred, hundred corporations on this, on this planet that are doing are a majority doing of the bad when it comes to climate change. Pretty I appreciate much. people using, you know, metal straws and, like I recyclable don't. cups. I but don't. It's useless. not doing that much right now. <laughs> absolutely not. Like Oil plastic companies. is not recyclable. So that's just a lie. Like Joe Manchin. Plastic's people. not recyclable at all. Depends. There, like technically it could be. Like it, it is, but it is very energy intensive and most of it ends up in a landfill. Even the stuff you put in a recycling bin. Anything. I'm not re- man, I didn't anything think I'd come has, full circle. Anything that has food on it can't recycle it because you have to then yeah. separate that shit and that that's way too energy intensive the most yeah. recyclable things are like aluminum cans 
And yeah. that's about Which it. Which is the most, and also because it is a finite resource. Yeah. More so than anything else, you really should recycle aluminum. Yeah. So that's really valuable to recycle. And then glass is next. Because yeah. you can just uh, melt that, right? Paper. Paper is okay. Yeah, but in order to melt glass, you have to burn something. That's See, true. a lot of these recyclable things, you have to burn something. <laughs> what? About, okay, so aluminum. It's an energy issue. Is it, you just crush <laughs> aluminum? You have to burn things too. You have to melt it down. You got to melt it down. I I don't like getting too deep into this because eventually (laughs) it's it's like, yeah, because you're like, what about this solution? What about this solution? You're like, nope, it's all fucked. None of it works. Like, you want to know the thing is the crazy thing. The last R. Sorry, go ahead, Darius. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Because I was going to bring it back to all. I was going to point out is that recycle is the last thing you're supposed to do in the cycle. What's the you're supposed to reduce your consumption and then reuse the things that you have and then recycle. That's why I have like 200 empty glass jars in my kitchen (laughs) that I'm somehow reusing at some point in my life. You're just keeping them. (laughs) I know. I'm just hoarding it because I'm like, I'm not contributing to the negative cycle. It's mine. One day day Jan's family is going to come in and do like the hoarders thing where they like, they try to like get rid of everything. And Jan's going to be on the front porch being like, reuse. 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 We can't reuse those. I have to reuse it. <laughs> Everybody take a sip from each of those glasses, those jars, before you put it in the recycling. And then and then and what then his grandson will turn around and be like, Yes, Jan, but the first the first part of that is reduce. You have to reduce. You can't just pack full. But, I, but if I reduce I can't it, means go to I'm the store and say, away. Hey, fill this pickle jar up with more pickles, please. <laughs> like there's not a method to do that. No, there we are should. some. Well, there are you'd have to a go few to like more farmers markets and stuff, right? Well, yeah, there's a few, yeah. there's a few farmers markets, and there's also starting to become a few uh, zero waste grocery stores uh, around the country where you bring your own containers, and it's just you buy in bulk, kind of a thing. It's like, yeah, I love that. This makes me want to go to Costco. Feels like what we did in the past. Yeah. Right. You know, people would go, go to, to the, the market, like like go to the market and be like, uh, I want like. Two jars of shrimps, please. <laughs> and they'd get out their old pickle jars. That are all fucking gross, too. They're not <laughs> clean. Yeah, and it's probably, probably like a health and liability issue I for think, some people. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, what I was going to say, Jan, was that um, the difference between our situation and this planet situation was Balana just straight up said, hey, Here's technology on how to make oxygen out of nothing. Out of nothing. For free. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. You know what, Darius? <laughs> I would... Look, I'm not, I wouldn't put it past us. If an alien race came down and I was like, either. hey, here's how you fix your planet. Without a doubt, we'd be like, okay, we'll think about it. Thanks. It's because capitalism. Um, I'm just going yeah, to go money and tell you guys free. that... We have that right now. We do. We just. What is it? We have nuclear power. Oh. We could just convert everything to nuclear power. But it's dangerous, Jan. Thanks for putting air quotes around that. Yeah, sorry. What about air, Chernobyl? That's, I did air, air quotes. Yeah, what? <laughs> and Chernobyl, Fukushima. Complete, yeah. What is the real uh, danger to, I mean, obviously, nuclear things disasters, but that's, like. That's it? Um, That's why we don't do it? Working around radiation. The designs of nuclear reactors now, Uh and for a long time, even actually during the Chernobyl era, because that was a 30-year-old reactor Uh design, um, is they're they're so redundant that like literally if everybody were to just die, Uh 
you know, everybody on the planet were to just die, the reactor would shut itself down because of the way that it functions. Like you need what to feed with, energy into it. Out of pure ignorance, was Fukushima an old reactor as well? It was an older reactor design. Yeah. And the real real problem with it is that the generators that they had created to the the um, fossil fuel generators that they used for emergencies where they would need to pump water out uh-huh. uh, were below the level where they got flooded. It was really bad design. Oh, so they okay. So they basically, and another reactor, which was supervised by a different engineer, basically the same design, but he was like, no, we need the water walls to be higher to prevent the these generators from getting flooded that reactor did not melt down because the guy was like hey we just need to design this better and the other one they didn't do that so yeah so you're telling me we could just this could all be over if we just did nuclear power yeah i mean it would be a massive increase in nuclear power uh, nuclear reactors yes and there's still an issue like uranium is still a finite resource resource, but you can use the same fuel for five years, wow. fuel rods for five years. There's also and then afterward. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. And then, and then after we're, we're constantly um, developing technologies that can actually then reuse the same fuel at a different efficiency level. We're that so was, fucked. that was going to be my thing is the the other thing, which we are getting better at is the recycling, reusing, and then disposal of uh, nuclear um, fuel because uh, right now what we do is we just bury it. We're just like that's not great. Just go put it in a hole in the ground. Also, well, it's a political problem because people yeah. are scared of it. Yeah, so we feel like we have to hide it, but we, it's actually safer to just store it on in the facility. Yeah, because the facilities are already really protected. Also, and like they literally just take up like some square footage in an area versus like fossil fuels, like coal, for example, that's just all the waste of it. Just, we breathe it. It's just thrown out Uh, into the air and we breathe it all the time. Yep. And it's more radioactive. Coal plants are more radioactive to the local area than nuclear reactors are. Yeah. And nuclear is cool. Nuclear, nuclear. It is cool. It's cool. It is cool. And they got the cool little things. They look cool. They're like very futury, like fifties futury. The, the crazy thing is, nuclear is the solution. France is like seventy five percent nuclear, and their fossil, like, like their air pollution and air quality, uh-huh. pl- like re- like plummeted. Is the or yeah, whatever the version of it that's good. Yeah. Um, and it's like the nicest country to be in. And Germany used to be that way, but then they're shutting down their nuclear reactors because of the new green movement that doesn't like nuclear for some reason. No. It's bizarre. But when you shut down nuclear reactors, you have natural to make gas. up for it. So you open up natural gas reactors. And they're getting that way from worse. Russia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. It's so huge bummer <laughs> alert. Well, we watched a really fun episode of Star Trek today that had <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with climate change. Absolutely no, nothing. nothing to do with climate change. Uh, did you already read when it aired, Jan? I didn't read when it we aired. We haven't even gotten started. We haven't even done the Trek to the Holodeck yet. All right. Like, we, hey, assholes, buckle your seatbelts. We're in. We're, we're, we're so, so far in. in. No, we're, we're so in. far in. We just haven't, we haven't done we haven't our done theme the song. All right, assholes, okay. buckle your seatbelts uh, <laughs> and uh, plug in your nuclear phone charger and uh, get ready to go to the nuclear holocaust with us on our Whoa. 
Trek to the Hobbit! I believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Nuclear <laughs> Holocaust? What was there? We just spent 10 minutes <laughs> describing how nuclear power is safe. And you're like, I don't know. It's a Holocaust. Nuclear it's a nuclear Holocaust. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. I see. That's the problem. Nuclear's got a bad branding. Whenever I think nuclear, I think it nuclear is. Holocaust. You know? It's a branding issue. Uh, what? So it's funny because like the 50s, actually, they were so optimistic. They were like, nuclear is going to save the world. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to power everything. It's going to be in our cars. It's going to be in our, every house is going to have a nuclear reactor. And which is like what the fallout universe is sort of like plays with that idea. Um, But then we just got really cynical about it. And because of Chernobyl and Three Mile Island, uh, which again, the Chernobyl is, is, complete and total disaster and it was also just a design failure across the board damn um could we mile island did nobody really i mean there there are some i think casualties but not to the extent of how many people die of illness caused by like again fossil Fossil fuels fuels. you guys watch there's a there's like a documentary on chernobyl that just came out i think on hbo or something like that and it's like no in done with like interviews from the time and past and like (gasps) past and stuff like that and chernobyl was a dope place to live before (laughs) uh was a before the whole before the whole meltdown like it was one of the better places in the soviet union to live like people wanted to go live there because it was like fucking and they were planning on making like hundreds of more cities the same way like yeah with nuclear it was like a planned city sort of thing yeah it's like you're near a reactor you can go to belarus if you want kiev is over there Fantastic. Damn. I'm going to have to watch the show and now that documentary. The show is great, even though there's some misinformation in it. Really? Well, I mean, but it's yeah, just a good they show. They depict people getting yeah. radiation poisoning by being near people who've been near radiation. That's not how it works. <laughs> like there's a Dramatic lady who's effect. touching. Dramatic effect. There's a lady who's touching her husband uh-huh. who was irradiated and then they imply that her baby died because she touched her husband. <laughs> That's not how radiation works. That's Thank just you. You mean radiation works. doesn't radiate, Jan? It doesn't it radiate does out from the source. Did you? Are you saying that if I, <laughs> me putting my phone up to my head is going to radiate my head because it's just touching yes, me? it is. It is. You are getting radiation. You're getting source. radiation from your screen. You're getting radiation from your Wi-Fi. Is it? An- but is it harmful radiation? Yeah, is it enough to be harmful? <sighs> Maybe. Who knows? We don't think so. We're pretty sure not. Okay, last, Jan, I last get headaches a lot. I get headaches a lot. Uh-oh. It's because you're eating point, too much seed oil, been, Darius. Seed there oil. There have been cell phones for 30 years, right? Yeah. So at this point, I would expect, you know, the, the super users of cell phones yeah. to have developed cancer if it was what about 5G, like, brain though? cancer. Yeah. 
What about 5G? Which is at a higher frequency. It's just higher it's frequency. It's a shorter wavelength. <laughs> yeah, shorter wavelength. Are we wavelength. becoming a Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the chat. We're, so, we're rebranding. <laughs> Somebody in the chat just asked, is this stream going to radiate me and or my baby? Can we give a... <laughs> we can't answer that. That's your responsibility. Are you watching the you stream on your phone? Then, yeah, probably. But then, yeah, not probably. A, uh, not to a like, uh, lethal rate. <laughs> okay, the last question about radiation before we actually talk about the episode. Uh, could we actually have nuclear cars? No. No? It's like no. too much of a process? Yeah, because like you have to... The amount of fuel material and what a reactor would have to do uh-huh. like it's got to have a cooling apparatus it's got to have Holy a shit. generator that like heats For up trans- stuff that turns into energy gotcha. yeah. as far as like personal transportation goes yeah but hydrogen. we still have to figure out the battery the battery what do you mean like the battery is incredibly wasteful incredibly polluting Lithium. So when oh yeah the lithium in, in the batteries so like when this whole idea of like uh, electric cars are better for the environment um, to a certain extent when it comes to like diesel and fossil fuel burning like it can be but also at the same time like uh, I think currently right now um, hi- hybrids are actually the better for the Option. environment car. What about right those hydrogen cars? I think it's a similar problem, and also hydrogen's really unstable. Oh, cool. There's a there's a hydrogen car out there. Is it hydrogen or is it liquid nitrogen? I don't know. We obviously there aren't. Is, we don't know. There is a <laughs> there is a gas station here in LA that has one of those. Like it's not the Ionic, but it's something similar. Like yeah, that sounds. Cool. I think a, a more likely solution would be. Like Darius just said, it's you have a battery model, something that is efficient, and maybe a home could power. You know, like you could maybe have a reactor for a home, but even then, it probably wouldn't be super efficient. So, um, having an improved grid would be big. No, I think the I think really what it comes down to is mass mass transit, and then you can run electrical lines, yeah. and then those lines can go back to a reactor. Like it's you know. Guys, this is making That's true. Me sad. Actually, we are we're thinking of this the wrong way. Like a car, the car the is car the car is bad. I know. Personal yeah. transportation is what I'm saying. Like your personal yeah. transportation. It's like that I'm is the problem. Just getting <laughs> excited about like nuclear utopia. You know, you just got a big plant in the city, and everybody's flying around on trains, and the density is really dense, and there's a lot of parks. Yeah, bunch of Wallies wheeling around, wallies delivering wheeling around. my fifteen dollars salads. <laughs> salads are still fifteen dollars. <laughs> We've achieved this all through capitalism, so everything's still expensive as fuck. <laughs> well, here's the thing: we're in this situation because of capitalism. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, because there is no incentive to build nuclear reactors from a capitalistic standpoint. It doesn't make any money. The energy is cheaper. Yeah. Um, and it's very expensive to make and maintain uh, initially upfront, upfront costs are more expensive though. It's more expensive to sustain solar panels and wind. And so all what that. you're saying is we need to be like con men for, uh, nuclear power. Like we it just need some, I think you said it was a, a branding issue. That's what it is. All right. Let's start brand. Let's do branded. the, let's brand nuclear power. Let's start a 501c3. That brands nuclear power. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the the biggest obstacle is 
uh, is actually uh, the green green people because they're scared. They of it. aren't on board, and if they're not on board, then there's no chance of it. Yeah, ever. And people yeah, and who are greenies. I've yeah. never met somebody greenies. who's green. Me neither. Are you talking about aliens? Well, are you saying aliens are the issue? Right are you talking here? about aliens that live in the ocean? Look, guys, there's <laughs> with weird hats. Aliens. Who's weird whose turn hats. is? We gotta we gotta get on track. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. We've been talking for three minutes. Who directed about this episode? Change. Kenneth Kenneth Biller. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. He wrote it. He didn't direct it. This is a a Colby. This is a Colby. Colby directed Colby episode. Winrich Kolb. Colby. The Kolb Master. The Kolb Master. And it was written by Kenneth Biller, story by Scott Miller. Biller and Miller coming at ya. Biller Miller. A BM production. BM production. <laughs> Ooh, who's this guy who did the music, John? Paul Bayergeon, which is, he's from Montreal. Have we had this guy Have before? Have we had Alter him before? Ego. We've had him like, before yeah. for yeah, Alter yeah. Ego. Okay. But he's one of the ones where you're like, oh, it's Paul. That's it's Paul. very rare. It's Paul. Hey, Paul. Yeah. I love Paul. He hasn't <laughs> done anything, according to IMDb, since Enterprise. Wow. Um, Polly yeah. B. Got, got out. Here's an interesting tidbit of his. Uh, he arranged orchestrations for and directed Celine Dion's orchestra during her first tour. <laughs> That's kind of cool. And I, yeah. I us, uh, us Montrealers, you know, we all have a connection to Celine. We all, we do. all have the collection connection <laughs> to Celine. Yeah, mm. Celine, Celine. Okay, um, let's uh, let's recap this this guy. Okay, it's Dylan this week, I think. It is yes. Dylan. Okay. Oh, what? Is, uh, hold on, I gotta open. I get a timer open. And for some reason, the SEO, I, Google, I just usually type in timer and it gives me a, Google gives me a timer. It's not doing that now. Now it's, it's giving me a website, online timer, time and date. It's why wouldn't far Google inferior. push its own thing? I don't know, but this is nuts. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? Google. Jan's whole day has been thrown off by not being able to find Google's timer. Do you, um, duck, duck, go. There's an article timer. about this. Somebody wrote an article. This happened, guys. This happened today. Google searches built in timer and stopwatch have disappeared. People are losing their fucking shit. They the are. world is going to come to an end. This is nuts. How many people Searching use the Google timer? A lot, I guess. Enough for there to be a nine to five Google article about it. Google is aware of the missing search timer and stopwatch and is still investigating. We oh, just, we just spent 30 minutes talking just about took climate it down. change. And now we're, <laughs> right like, when we're about to get back. Wait a second. <laughs> right when we're about to get back on track. <laughs> Am I going to have to eyeball Go this to DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo's got one. DuckDuckGo timer. I'm using Google to do that. <laughs> Duck, duck, I, it's timer? funny. I, no, it's just a search. It's a search engine. It's. I know I also, it is, but I also <laughs> sometimes when I need to get to Google because I can't find something on DuckDuckGo, I search Google in DuckDuckGo. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> it's very nineties of you. Google.com. I've got okay, a, I got a thirty second timer ready. Okay. Uh, 
30 seconds. Oh, shit. Start over. Guys, I'm not used to this. Okay. You re- Go. Are you ready? Or did Whenever it start? you're ready. Yeah, but I, I don't know. How do I reset it? Oh, no. There's not oh, a reset God. button. Jesus fucking no. Christ. You have to hit stop. <laughs> and then reset. Okay, just say go when you're ready. Okay. Or just start. Just, okay, okay. <laughs> so Janeway is looking at Tom Paris and she's like, fuck you, you're going to prison for 30 days. You did something bad, but we don't know what he did. So now he's in prison and he's got this data pad and he starts writing a letter to his dad t- explaining to him what happened. So then we jump into the episode and he's Captain Proton with like the twins and and uh, and what's his name? The Ensign also. Uh, but, but they come across this planet that's just like a big ocean. They're like, what the fuck is this ocean? And then the aliens come on board. They're like, this is our ocean, but it's like, it's going to explode. We're losing gravity. So Tom Paris is like, sick, I love ocean stuff. Let's go down and... <laughs> Oh my god, that's way too loud. <laughs> um, so Tom Paris is like, I love ocean stuff. Let's go down and fix your thing. And then uh, they kind of fix it. Uh, and then they tell the aliens like, hey, uh, this is how you fix your planet. And they're like, mm, maybe. And Tom Paris is like, no, let's maybe. go do some eco-terrorism with another alien and like fuck up their mining reactor thingies. Uh, and then he gets put in the brig for directing, for uh, not doing the correct orders. Should we point out that Janeway blows up his torpedo <laughs> that was going to blow up? The, like, so nothing happens. Really? Well, because we, yeah. I missed that. No, we, <sighs> we, thought, we thought that Janeway was going to blow up the Delta Flyer. And then they, they like both say fire at the same time. And then his torpedo and her torpedo hit each other. And then like we cut back and, and Tuvok's like, yeah, we intercepted it just like we planned. You know, Tuvok the whole time was like, I can get that torpedo. I'll blow up the torpedo instead of the Delta flyer. (laughs) It seems like a real Janeway move on personally to be like, we'll take care of it. And then accidentally miss, you know, like that seems more of a Janeway move. But still, like, mad. But still mad. She's like, you did the wrong thing, but you did it for the right reasons, so I have to put you in jail, but I also fudge the rules a little bit, too. I try. Yeah, but it also seems like a Janeway thing where she's going to fudge the rules, but if it comes to the prime directive, no one else is doing shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's strange because there definitely have been episodes where Janeway's like, no, we're going to be eco-terrorists and blow up the thing (laughs) so that the society changes. It just seems to change, fluctuate based on the plot of the episode. Mm -hmm. This one, she needed to demote Paris. So, you know, like they wanted, that was their end point. So how are they going to get there? I don't know. It's It's, weird. Paris, I I liked Paris's whole monologue at the end where he's just like, can I speak freely? He's like, you know, yeah. I'm back and I'm going back to prison, but I did it for a good reason this time. And we all know the reason why he was put in jail the first time. Um, why was that? Because it was in TNG. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Oh a yeah, reckless pilot. You're right. And but they, they don't they don't say that those are the same character. They are. They're the same character. I, same inspiration. So when he was talking about like uh, him as a kid, uh, why do they need a navy on Earth? Do they still need to go out to the ocean and like? save people and stuff dude it's a whole other world down there (laughs) you know we know more about the moon surface than the ocean floor so so they're like exploring Ooh, are they like exploring the depths of planet earth yeah there's there's probably black holes and portals down there you know 
people fall into the ocean. Like you need a coast guard. You need you need to get people fish people out. Um, people fall into the ocean. There's an episode in in the episode Family where Picard go like semi retires or he's considering his retirement. He's talking to his old friend who's like, "We're going to open up an ocean laboratory if you want to be the director of it." Got I got a oh, board member seat. That you know, like great. Like, that oh. should have been Picard. That should have yeah. been Picard. Oh my, they should have just turned Picard <laughs> into like an ocean exploration show where like they're, a t- they're like a finding Z-suit. new species under the, the ocean floor. Like a life aquatic Zisu show with, instead of Bill Murray, it's, uh, but ma- it's Picard. Picard. But made by James Cameron. It's like Cameron. life aquatic and the abyss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Life aquatic directed by James Cameron starring oh my God. Uh, Picard. <laughs> 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 um, we should point out uh, the two alien uh, uh, guest stars because they're, they're both we pretty should. pretty well known actors, mm-hmm. right? Are they? I didn't really recognize them, but I have the, notes on them. the uh, The assistant guy, the guy who does the eco terrorism with him, was in Sex and the mm-hmm. City, and Willie Garson, he also, right? Yeah. He was in Sex and the City. He also is like a very recognizable actor. He was in White Collar. If you ever watched that show, uh, I've got that's a, a USA show, right? It is. Yep. I have a poll from two thousand two. Uh, it's not yeah. quite the nineties poll, but it is. It's close. Uh, yeah. He played a character in the. He was also in X Files. Oh man, mm. he was a creepy guy in X Files. Totally forgot about that. Um, sorry to, I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent. Uh, he was in fever pitch with, uh, <laughs> with my guy, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Baseball connection. Always. Baseball connection. Always. That's the one where they predict, they're like, what if the Red Sox won the world series? Right. Uh, and it's, it's like a, a rom-com. a rom-com. Yeah, but they With Drew Barrymore. They wrote yeah. the script planning on the Red Sox losing because they were down 3 to 3-0 right. in the series and then the Red Sox ended up winning so they had to change the whole ending to, right. to they shot it at the World Series. At the World Series, yeah. The movie kind of like lost its teeth because it's about being a fan of a team that never wins. And then he finally wins. Yeah. It's also <laughs> it's also a remake of a of a soccer movie from England. Which was called Fever Pitch, but the pitch is a different kind of pitch. The pitch, yeah, yes, because it's like a, the soccer pitch versus exactly. A, oh my god, you are you are not wrong, Jan. You, that, that is, is exactly is, correct. That's so <laughs> annoying. I hate us. <laughs> I hate that we did that. This one's better though. <laughs> yeah, the, the the British one actually kind of sucks. It's- <laughs> Willie Garson also. Won his round of Texas Hold'em on Celebrity Poker Showdown in 2003. There you go. He earned the nickname Evil Willie for his fierce card playing. Um, unfortunately, I think he passed away last year. Oh, um, really? Did he yeah, really? in September last year. So Damn. I, um, th- th- these two characters, I like... was like, I know this person, and I definitely know Willie Garson. But the other guy... I can't remember his name. Yeah, what's Benjamin his name? Benjamin Livingston. Benjamin Livingston. The reason why I knew him was because we were just recently watching Only Murders in the Building. And he has a part in that. Oh. Ooh. That's good, right? That show? It it's is like great. Woody Allen without really good. Woody Allen being involved. Yes and no. Um, <clears throat> it's not as Woody Allen 
like I've never actually I did that's not something I thought about until you just said it. Oops. So, Oops. Sorry. Ruined no, it. it's okay. You've ruined it. Young. It's it's I have good. It. Selena Gomez is great and then of course it's, you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short. So Yeah, maybe I'm just doing Steve Martin and Martin the the Martins the Martin, Steve, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Short. I'm doing them yeah. a, a disservice by comparing it because they just are their own vibe. Yeah, they're a different weird <laughs> well, vibe. It's one of those shows where like it's a solid show all around and there's like a lot of chuckle moments that are pretty funny, but then every once in a while it hits you with a joke that you're like, that's fucking hilarious. Like that caught me off guard. It just and that's funny. Zings you. <laughs> it's like the he gonna take his house bit from, yeah. from yeah. Ted Lasso that just uh-huh. stings you. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. I love it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I've actually had a lot of trouble watching comedies in the last year. Hmm. I don't yeah. respond to them like I used to. I'm, I'm like, hey, the world is on fire. We're, there's no more laughter. No. Sorry. Yeah. Nah. That's why I think you should leave exists to get you to laugh. Because Well, that's so a different. Good. I think you should leave is not a, like a comedy. I think it, you should it's leave on its own is level. the truth. <laughs> that, it's, it's, <laughs> on its own level. <laughs> that's what comedy is now, though. That's what it is. The truth in Maybe comedy. Maybe that is, yeah. yeah. Maybe I just don't respond to like scripted sitcom comedy. Yeah. Like I don't respond to people being silly. And I was like, stop being silly. Well, stop being silly. I think you should leave. I, is I would so silly. The way, it's well, the way I would, yeah. The, yeah, the way I would describe, uh, uh, Tim Robinson's comedy, and I think you should leave, is like neo Dadaism of comedy. <laughs> yes, yeah. it it is it is calling it is taking our reality to an extreme where it's just like you know what <laughs> you're right. People anymore. are like this. People are like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fully There's a shirt that costs two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, this threw is- up my back running up the steps. <laughs> right. Oh God! <laughs> I got doubles of that one. Tri- I got triples no, of that one. Triples, triples, triples of the trip. Triples, triples is better. Triples is better. Is better. <laughs> right, right. Tell, ask your dad. He'll he'll vouch for that. <laughs> We're just gonna spend the whole episode. I didn't even. I didn't even want to marry her. I didn't even like her. <laughs> she asked me to marry. her I'm ruining it. Uh, just watch. I think you should leave. Think you leave. <laughs> just uh, stop watching. <laughs> stop listening. Just go watch. Yeah. I think you should. Leave. And this episode is sponsored by. I think you should leave on Netflix. <laughs> uh, Alyssa and Heidi Kramer played the Delaney sisters, who have been referenced several times Hot throughout cha-cha. the series. Ha cha cha! They play. <laughs> they 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 are on the holodeck and in the uh, Captain Proton episode, and. A fun fact for them: They basically always play twins. They're from Vancouver, cool, including the Double Mint Twins. They 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 appeared as the Double Mint Twins. What are at some point? What are those Double Mint Twins? Did you you fucking you child you child you you don't know the Double Mint Twins? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the Double. You know what Double Mint Gum is? Oh, double okay. Mint. Yes, double I thought you mint. said double min. I was like, "What is I, that?" Double man is what I heard. Double man. Double mint. Double twins. Mint. I see. You're dropping yeah. those T's, man. You've been in California for too long. You're right. I have been. I've been in here for seven years. <laughs> Way too uh, long. Double mint twins. I'll say I 1990s. See. Let's see if it pops up. Let's see if we can find them. I mean, they just find a bunch of t- attractive twins of all genders, and. Put them in commercials. So, 
and not finding our Delaney girls, but they were in one apparently. Cool, that's awesome. Right. Anyways, well, they were great in this. This whole scene, uh, I mean, we'll talk about it cause with, with Kim, with deck. Kim, and the, yeah, or with Harry. in the holodeck, you mean in yeah. the holodeck with Harry, but also like outside of the holodeck with Harry, yeah, and Tom. Tom just being like, well, you picked you, you picked the unattainable woman again. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's clearly one of them, one of the Delaney twins, who is thirsty for Kim. Yeah. She calls yeah. him Buster. <laughs> and he's like, I don't like that one. She's not as then, cool as the other one. Right, and Tom and then is straight like, up, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> straight up, Tom's like, they're twins. And then Harry, who's creepy in his own right, is just like, yes. Tom, come on, man. They're two separate people, and I like the other one. Because <laughs> she's got a dimple, not for any other reason. And she's quiet and artsy, Dylan. Yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> quiet and artsy. Oh, my God. It's nuts. It's very, very weird. Yeah. Um, freaking Harry. I, maybe he has been offered a promotion several times, but he'd have to like <laughs> move positions. <laughs> like, uh, I kind of like, I, like I got my, all my stuff on my desk. You know, I got all my stuff. I got my drawer. Everything's Harry's cool definitely here. the Harry's definitely the guy that like Janeway's like. All right, Harry, we're giving you a promotion. He's like, um, that's not honestly. It's not the way I thought I'd get the promotion. So I'm just gonna. He wants yeah. to do it correctly. Down. The way that like I'm just gonna, he wants yeah. to I'm just do gonna it. say no. What do you mean no? Yeah. No, I'm just gonna. No, no. that's not the way I thought <laughs> that this would go. <laughs> Sorry. Oh Tom God. becomes an ems- ensign again. He he's equal rank to to Kim. Love yeah. this. Just means Tom gets to get promoted again, again, again. while Harry <laughs> never gets promoted. <laughs> Tom's like, I'll take a promotion. You got any promotions over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where like they're gonna give Harry the promotion Harry turns it down and so she just turns and goes Tom you want it? he's like yeah I'll take it and Harry goes no wait I wanted it oh, oh. <laughs> yeah Tw- 20% bump to holodeck hours of course Thank yeah, I'm you. gonna take that oh yeah. no no <laughs> I, god damn it god I, damn it <laughs> I think that the solitary confinement is kind of fucked up me and too I, I think, think it's not solitary confinement that's definitely not well it's not but, but whatever they're doing is fucked up and the prison colonies are fucked up too. Uh, I don't it agree is. with any of this stuff. It is. The Gen- is it the Geneva Convention that says solitary confinement is torture? Uh, I don't know. I think it's torture. I think it's torture. No, it is. I like, think it's unethical. Yeah, it is. and Tom's right. Tom's like, I deserve holodeck privileges, bro. I gotta get my yips out, you know? I gotta enjoy something. <laughs> It's weird because it's a military ship, but it's also like the Federation, so we're better than that. But exactly, yeah. Uh, I think I think it doesn't make sense if your if your intention is for the person to learn their lesson and reintegrate into the crew. Yeah, because now being he's just stuck a in solitary confinement might you crazy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It, uh, it's not a again good, uh, not yeah. solitary confinement though. There was a guy in that room with him the whole time. My f- oh my god, people came in and talked to him, and like they never just like. They could, I know they could, like just tint the force field so it's like you can't see through it. <laughs> I absolutely love the guy in there the whole time. And I'm just imagining him on his lunch break talking to his friends being like, 
God, I, I heard his whole conversation with his dad, and like, he's got like a whole dad. It's thing so going fucked, on. and like he's so sad, and like he, you know his dad's like, yeah. it's just so fucked up. And I got to listen to it. You're all also, day. <laughs> he did nine versions of it, just trying to figure out how to say hi to his dad. Like this guy has a horrible relationship with him. He got he got like an hour and a half in, and then deleted the whole thing because whole he, thing he because he questioned how he said hi. <laughs> I had to listen to it. I could. I actually offered to write it for him. <laughs> I said, "I'll write it, dude. Just tell me. Give me the bullet points." <laughs> Saying this like between mouthfuls of salad. It was super uncomfortable. Uh, Twenty dollar bun me. Twenty dollar bun. <laughs> That's like a specific order. There's like the normal <laughs> replicate. Yeah, the normal bun me sandwich, and there's like, can I get the twenty dollar bun me sandwich from the twenty first century it's Los Angeles? Th- that one's good. Two replicator rations. It's worth. <laughs> yeah, it's worth like three replicator rations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you got you got you a twenty dollar bun. Yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah I'm treating myself today. I'm treating I'm, myself. I'm in solitary with uh with Tom. Pa- I'm I'm I got solitary duty with uh. So I'm technically in solitary confinement with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> guy comes, guy comes walking and he's like, "Hey guys, uh, it's replicator ration uh, disbursement day. Who's getting the twenty? Who's getting the twenty dollar bond Me, <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a promotion." Get an extra <laughs> replicator ash. Hey. You know what? You know what? I'm going to get two of them. I'm going to throw one away. Hey. I'm just going to throw it away. I'm not yeah. even going to recycle it. I'm going to throw it in a trash can. I'm going to airlock it. I'm going to throw it in an airlock. That's just matter that's going to float around in space forever. Forever. And, and it'll some- turn into like a hard, icy sandwich, which means if a ship flew into it, it would destroy the ship. <laughs> This is Tommy sandwich. Cut for it. <laughs> cut for it. Thirty days, and he's been he's been demoted, and he's like out of replicator rations. He's like, "Hey, bro, can I borrow a a, a, a repl- replicator? I like just need to grab lunch." Oh yeah, maybe you should maybe you should space yourself and go find that twenty dollar bomb me you threw out. Yeah, there. yeah, maybe we should go, go back fifteen light years, <laughs> find that bomb me you threw out, huh? They end up circling back around and flying past a ship that's in complete tatters with a tiny little hole that's jet through it. Like that scene in Star Wars where they like yeah. warp through it. Yeah, exactly. The Bon Me incident. What happened here? Well, it seems like a, a Bon Me sandwich-sized sandwich. hole ripped right through the ship. It's got the shape of like, it's like a... The it didn't hit it like it, it didn't hit it like you know lengthwise. It hit you know, it you know what a, like, Yeah. You know what a bullet like uh, moves spins sideways? Through, yeah. yeah, spins through. It like it enters straight, but then like as they're going through the different decks, you start to see it turn sideways and like a perfect bond. Me, it Sam. looks like it entered at a ninety. It entered straight and then took a ninety degree turn and exited out the left side. They're doing like a holodeck recreation of it, like, like the JFK a assassination. Sim- simulate uh, the shape and size of the trajectory through the ship and like. Okay, show me objects of that shape and size and it's like showing like a tube uh you know like a pneumatic tube for delivering things like no it's not that it can't be it needs to be more rounded at the edges okay and then there's like a sort of a wrapping paper around it but just halfway oh wait a second hold on and then put in the 20 dollar sandwich me. and then freeze it there it is, there it is. Computer, computer, can you can you please uh, give us the trajectory where that sandwich is gonna go next? And then they like they like follow the trajectory, simulates it, simulates it follow the trajectory. They come up on a on a ship that's like 
I'm not getting, I'm getting like one life sign and they like beam on board and a guy's just about to like bite down <laughs> just on the Bon Bee sandwich. They're like, no. <laughs> that that Bon Bee has That's killed evidence. more lives. And that guy sees it and is like, oh, <laughs> oh no. I gotta get out of here. Uh, oh, how did we get here? Uh, solitary. Solitary. Unethical. <laughs> I like when Tom is doing his push-ups and he's like, one, two, Neelix comes in and he's like, 98, 99, 100. I'm like, so there's another guy in the room, but <laughs> you fake it in front of that guy. He, that okay. guy knows, but Neelix is like, oh, does he do it so that, because he knows Neelix is such a gossip that Whoa. he wants Neelix to be like, hey, uh, I Tom Paris has been working out big time in the in, in solitary confinement. I, he's thriving I, in there. I am like convinced now that this guy who's in there with him, the guard, is not a guard. It's just a mannequin that they've dressed up and like lit very dimly, so that yeah. Tom Paris thinks there's a guard in there. Yeah, and like oh there's not even a force God. field. Yeah, they're like, hey, um, the force field's down, but Tom Paris is supposed to be in solitary confinement for 30 days. Just do a light show and throw the mannequin that we have in there, and he'll he'll believe it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Guys, it's a ball of water in space. We haven't talked about this. Yes, it is. It's a ball of water in space. It sounds cool. And it's a cool idea. Honestly, the whole you know like uh, history of it is pretty rad. They were like, this planet was like, fuck the water. We don't want, we want a desert planet. No, I was about to say it's rad, but they don't give you any like sort of idea of why. Like, and they even say they're like, I don't know, maybe they're just trying to experiment. They're I, trying to experiment with they got rid of all of their water. They just jettisoned their water off the planet. I like, love <laughs> this idea of like a like a, a scientist who's like super high and just floating around space and is like, Hey, you guys see that planet? Yeah. I'm gonna no take water. all the water off of it. What? No, no way. No way you can do that. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> I've been working on this reactor. It's gonna be pretty Nuts. sick. See, this is what this is what could happen with all of our nuclear reactors, Sean. Is it might just if we build too many, they might just take all the water and take it off Earth. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean you do need water for nuclear reactors, but um, that's fine. We have a lot of it. It doesn't have to be do. fresh, right? It I do like to, to maybe be don't want fucking kind salt of a, water clogging. Yeah, salt is horrible oh no. on stuff. Oh yeah. fuck! Well, I do imagine that that this this. Uh, civilization this ancient advanced civilization they call it an advanced civilization but they're like this was their like first attempt at a nuclear reactor like, <laughs> God, dear, we need to we need to cool it with water and yeah. then someone makes a huge mistake and he's like um so, so i accidentally put way too much water around it how much, well, how much water did you put so around the it planet the planet, <laughs> planet. what the planet planet's water. No, no how much water not the planet Planet, planet size water. <laughs> all the, all, you know, like all the water on the planet? Yeah. Yeah, all of it. Uh huh. That's what I put on in there. Okay, well, we'll just, all we'll gone. take it off. No, it's, it's just, we'll, we'll turn it off and we'll take it. I shot it in space. It's in this. What? <laughs> I shot, I shot it in space. I, I got, in space. I got really scared when it started happening and I thought shooting the reactor into space would make it stop, but it ended up just sucking all the water into space and now there's a big water planet. What about the planet before? Oh, we're going to die. Oh, everybody died. Everybody, everything, all life is dead. 
I, it's a big screw up. That's on me. It's a big screw up. If you got to put me in, in solitary confinement for 30 days, I completely understand. <laughs> I'll do 30 days with holodeck privileges. Uh, Guys, whenever you, I start thinking about the science of some things, you're not. It's supposed to. This is the problem. When they start throwing out numbers, that's when they get themselves into a problem. Because when they start getting too specific, yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> at the beginning, I was like, "Wow, ball of water in space." Cool. I'm in. That's interesting. Crazy. And they're like, <laughs> like we have to go 600 kilometers underwater. My brain was just like, "That's impossible." <laughs> And then I start doing the research. I'm like, how much pressure is that? And that would be 60,000 bars of atmosphere, uh, bars of pressure versus, for example, Venus, the, hot, the highest pressure in, our, in the solar system is 92 bars of Whoa. pressure. Well, but they're in so, space. They, they're future people. They figured it out, right? Yeah, but they're in space. And all you have to do is, uh, is create a hole. And first of all, the hole uh, is normally used to to contain pressure not keep pressure out so right. those are two compl- completely different engineer problems yeah second of all all you have to do is is contain the pressure of our normal atmosphere which isn't a lot like com- it's one it's literally one yeah. atmosphere <laughs> we, that's the standard that we created one. based on our planet in space one <laughs> So oh this is God. 600 of that, right? Like uh-huh. this is 60,000 of it. 60,000 of that. Like, See, I think they're banking and on people They might send the like Delta flyer it. in. They don't even send yeah. Voyager in. They send the Delta fl- Like when this first happened, I was like, oh, "Okay, Voyager's going to have to become a submarine." And then Tom's like, "I'll take the Delta flyer." I'm like, "No, no you're won't. not. That's not. What are you talking about?" <laughs> I they they're counting on people like me watching this where I thought about it and I was like, yeah, and probably I don't know how far that is. It, it's, it's probably possible that they're you know repelling space and stuff. They're probably fine. I guess maybe if their shields did it, I would accept it if it was their shields. If they were just like they use the shields, yeah, yeah. Then I'd be like, yeah, shields <laughs> are space magic, anyways. So whatever. <laughs> but once you start thinking about whole pressure, like Darius <laughs> just went through the entire thing, like yeah, there you go. It's not Doesn't possible. make any sense. And then they get a leak. Which this is one of my favorite parts of the episode. It, the, it starts leaking, and Tom's like, "I got it," and he runs up to it and just starts putting his hands on the water. Oh my god! <laughs> he did chewing. He I, I have expected him to start. I have to expect him to start putting chewing gum in his mouth and just like, <laughs> "Don't worry, I got it. It's okay. We're good." My <laughs> hand. The hole can't handle it, but my hand can. Got it. <laughs> but then they fade also, out because they're we, like, "This isn't." I don't know. If what we really doing. start to think about it. The, the the pressure down there, it wouldn't just be a small leak. It would be a catastrophic they would have failure. <laughs> they would just the moment there was a crack, it would just go <laughs> like that. <laughs> did did they imply that Tom got out of it? They said it looks like you're gonna go out for a swim. That's what he wanted to do. And Harry Kim was like, No, you fucking psycho. Yeah, you, Absolutely yeah, no. not. They were like, let's go back. And Harry's like, I'm not going back. Just give me a suit and I'll stay here. You can go back. <laughs> it's classic bullshit. It's like, you know, Tom, if you did that, you would die immediately. Yeah. You would be dead. Mm-hmm. You would just die. Mm-hmm. You'd be a dead person. And then there was a giant fucking like shark whale thing. Electric eel. <laughs> it's some kind of, it's like some kind of electric eel is what Kim said. I believe, <laughs> the hot take, I believe George Lucas watches star trek and i believe he saw this scene and thought this is great for episode one 
big yeah. fish. No, this they're whole, in a little thing. This whole city. It's the this whole, whole the city. whole episode. It's I the think whole he just thing. ripped the it's whole the episode. Whole thing. Naboo. Naboo. It's pretty awesome. Nubian. Um, uh, I, I want to point out a fun little Janeway situation. Uh, when It's right at the beginning of the episode when they fly into alien space. The alien's like, hey, assholes, you're in our space. We're going to fuck you up if you, like, don't go away. And Janeway's just like, yeah, no, uh, we're going to murder all of you if you don't uh, talk to us. We're way more powerful than you. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And they're like, great, it's let's like, chat. <laughs> aggressive diplomacy. Like, yeah. we're just here to talk. We could kill you if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. These thinly veiled threats that you're like, I don't think that counts. <laughs> it's like, we get that you don't want us to be in your yard. Like, is somebody like is walks into your apartment and you're like, you can't be in here. It's like, I could kill you right now. <laughs> Do you want to talk about okay. that? We, we should, we should have a conversation. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah we okay. Can talk. <laughs> it's like somebody coming into your yard, you coming out with the pistol and then them just showing up with a rocket launcher and being like, Hey man, we could talk about this or I yeah, could just but blow can, can we also, can we also just say like real quick that this is how all, everything happens like diplomacy in star trek is like i've seen this way too often so lately often, where it's yeah. tiny ship flying at a big ship and then they start firing at it and they're like they're not answering any of our hails okay uh target the lead ship and take out their <laughs> weapons great and then the lead ship then finally hails them they're like they're hailing us cool they hail them and then the lead ship's like you're in our space uh leave or else we're gonna have to take you out and it's like yeah but we just took your weapons out you're fine yeah, like, like we literally you just took yeah we, you, can't, you, you can't take us out come on yeah <laughs> also you could just open up with hey you can't be around here we'll just go around we'll leave <laughs> yeah. but you attacked us yeah you could be nice about this <laughs> and just be like hey can't be here sorry you're gonna have to get out at that point, I would like it for Starfleet to be. They ask nicely. They say, "Hey, you got to get out of here." And for Starfleet to be like, "Hey, we could fuck you up. So why don't you talk to us about this instead of yeah. being <laughs> passive aggressive?" Freaking start, freaking Janeway. She she has coffee in the veins. She, she does. doesn't have brine in the veins. She has coffee in the veins. She does. Brine in the this, veins. The, the the line brine in the veins is great. I think. Yeah. It's the thing that these people say. It's like, you know, we have an old saying. Brian in the He's veins. got Brian in the veins. But it's done in such a forced way. Like they wrote it on the whiteboard. Like we gotta this is we a great phrase for this, this culture. Yeah. But then they didn't they never integrate it into a scene naturally. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe the first time Tom and the the dude Raiga go down, he'd yeah. be like, You've got Brian in the veins, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You know? Even at That's the how end, you do that. Yeah, you like give him the yeah. you make him one of them. Yeah, that was weird. Versus like uh, we have an expression. It's called Brian in the veins. Do you know what that means? Like, I don't know what that means. Hey, Raika, do you Why want to explain what, that what means? it means? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It means this. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Good scene. It just... Good scene. It feels like kind of lazy writing. Yeah. I don't know. Great line. I love of... cheesy lines like that. So good. Yeah, Brian in the veins. Brian in the veins. Should we... It's um, a very action movie line. <clears throat> Should we archive? Uh, I just want to check else? over here. I want to make sure we we address everything here. Uh, let's address Kid Paris real fast. Uh, Kid, oh, Paris, Kid Paris is terrifying. Poor little kid. Is that a fisheye lens they use? Yeah, because it's a nightmare that he's having. Right, nightmares yeah. are always in fisheye. Always fisheye lens. Always <laughs> love it. It's my favorite. I wonder if we see that Kid Paris, Tom Paris, child actor. 
this is not going to work. There's, I'm going to get an article saying all the Tom Paris articles have been taken down. <laughs> <laughs> alert, alert. All Tom Paris articles have disappeared. Randy Reiner. Randy Reiner. Randy Reiner. Thank you, Randy. Uh, it's his only credit. There's a Randy Reiner out there who harbors a dark secret that he played Tom Paris as a kid. That harbors a dark secret. Jesus. Randy Reiner. Andy it is a good casting. A little blonde kid. Yeah, he looks like yeah. him. <clears throat> Alrighty, let's pop into the archives. Pop on in there. <clears throat> Accessing Starfleet Archives. USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Hey guys, you guys, uh... You guys want some of this action? Check this out. Oh, hey, Pert. What's up? Is that a is that a t another new new set of t-shirts? Yeah, I got some t-shirts, and I've also got these hats. You guys remember those hats that those homies were wearing from the, the Water Planet? Yeah, yeah, the culturally specific hats that they wore because it was a very cultural thing for their culture to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I got the culture's tiny little hats on their heads. Yeah, yeah. So I got a few of them. Heads. I got some. I replicated them, and I put. Look, this one says. I've got brine in my veins. Uh, this one, this one says ocean, uh, and it just, this one says harmony. Why? Okay, I get brine what? in the veins, which is something that they they kept saying when we were hanging out with them. Yeah. But what's the what's the deal with ocean and harmony? Did he just think those sounded cool? Well, because like they live on an ocean. You don't even na- know the name of this species. What's their name? They they live on an ocean. You're you're just taking their culture. You're not even. You're not even. You don't even know who they are. You I just talked to the guy. That, he said it just, was okay. Did you just add? Did you just add little tiny waves, mm-hmm. like, on the hat yeah. to show that it was from an ocean? Yeah, yeah. It's they don't even wear stuff like that. Like this is bigger actually than what they have on their heads. I took some creative liberties with it. Feels kind of like you've cartoonized their culture. I wouldn't say up. that. I don't think I cartoonized anything. I asked one of the guys, and he was like, yeah, that's sick. So what's the problem? Well, one person cannot be the ambassador for an entire species. Also, real quick, he said, that's sick. I'm guessing that the Universal Translator (laughs) was translating like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, that's horrible. Why would you do that? Because he went like... Universal Translator is not good with colloquialisms. He put his hands up and was like, that's sick. And it like his hands were like hey, in a cool put, way. Did he put distance between you and him? Yeah, but it was like a he, like, dance move sick. almost. He almost did it like a dance move. It was really cool. But that's the other thing I was going to ask you about. Actually, is that you said this is like the dance of the waves that I'm seeing, like a shirt that says "Dance with like yeah. dance like the waves." Dance like the waves. Yeah, this one says "Get your brine on." This really doesn't feel appropriate. It does feel like appropriation. Well, that's yes. fine. Appropriation is okay. But, you know, to be honest, it doesn't bother me that much. Like, it bothers me that you don't, you're not thinking about this in a critical fashion, but it doesn't bother me because I know that none of these people, like, this planet isn't real. I'm what? sorry? The water planet. Like, if you think about it, it doesn't make any sense. 
So you just if you look at it, okay, so for example, Tom Paris, right? Uh huh. Supposedly went 600 kilometers underwater with the Delta with the Delta flyer. Yeah, we have footage of that. Do we? He did. Yes. Do we? Is that real footage? How do we know? Lopec, what Tom, are you insinuating why, here? Why did Captain Janeway choose Tom Paris, noted holodeck creator and enthusiast, to, quote, go underwater 600 kilometers, unquote? Are you insinuating that they faked the water underwater landing? mission? The water yeah. landing? Yeah, they faked it. It's all fake. I, None of it makes any sense. Like, the... It's 60,135 bars of pressure if you go on 600 kilometers underwater. That doesn't make any sense. It's not logically Lopec, possible. Lopec, here, you, you might find this fascinating. This is a personal journal from, from Tom. Okay. This is when he was, this was when he was in solitary, and so he had no, like, reason to lie about anything. He was writing a letter to his dad. But how did you get so, this? Huh? How did you get this? I just had it. No, what, seriously, how did you that? get this? You just did, mumbled. What did you say? Not a You thing. hacked into it? Did you hack into this? It, you know, I was just I was just trying to check in on Tom and make sure that Tom was doing okay in solitary. No one wants Tom to go crazy. These are really personal. Did I'm you, just scanning through yeah, this. this is hacked really in on you checking on us? Or when you go to solitary confinement, I would. Uh, I've never been... I've only been once. And I, I made do. sure that you didn't go crazy. You check no. Oh my god, there's pictures of Tom doing some really crazy stuff in this. You don't don't go into those file folders. He's like, just, he's just doing look at the letter. Cocaine <laughs> just look at no, just look at the letter. Ew, Are these the Delaney's twins? No, this is messed just, up. Honestly, it's fucked up, dude. Don't just don't Are go you, too deep into it. You know that his dad's like a really powerful admiral, right? You could use this. Mm-hmm. Like, st- if this got in the wrong hands, somebody could use this to try to, you know, delegitimize mm-hmm. Admiral Paris. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd say maybe I'm don't fine. do that. No, definitely don't do it. <laughs> no, no just, Tom I, does honestly, deserve it because to... it's, he's part of a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. Oh, Why would he put God. that in his journal? Yeah, when nobody's to, listening. If it was a conspiracy, because he knows he's no... being watched. Command F. By what? G- Try to find by that By Jim shit. and the fucking... That guy doesn't... He's not reporting to anyone. Jim? Yeah, in the solitary confinement. You guys oh, Jim, talked solitary to him? Jim. Yeah, solitary, solitary Jim. Solitary Jim. Solitary Jim, yeah. He always gets a $20 like his, bond me. Yeah, yeah. And he looks right, sad, right. too. Well, I'd get a $20 bond me if I had his job. Man, yeah. he gets all the rations. When when no one's in solitary, you're in solitary. Yeah, yeah. you know that's that, it's that's crazy that, job. that they have them work it when, <laughs> when there's, there's nobody, nobody there. there. Yeah, it's they're like, like it's just to and keep they don't the, turn the lights up. They Why don't. do they keep it dark? Why do they keep it dark? Why does he have to sit in the dark like that? And I talked <laughs> to him. He said he's not allowed to lay down or do anything else. He just has to sit there and stare. Yeah, speaking but he of is a lieutenant. Theories, so I mean, he did, he is a lieutenant. So speaking of conspiracy theories, I don't think I don't think solitary Jim actually goes to his shift every day. I wouldn't. Have you been watching him? I mean, who's to say what watching actually is? I just think he puts a, a a mannequin in there sometimes because, like, you're in the dark. You don't really move that much. Who really knows if you're there or not? Tom, are you a voyeur? Are you watching people what? all the time? No. 
I think what you're doing Why is actually I? really logical, Tom. No. I think what we should do, actually, because I've been starting to track the movements of everybody on the ship just to see who's interacting with who and okay. where they're going. Hold on. Because uh, I want to know who, like, who is working together. Knowledge just, is power, you know? Knowledge is power. And so the more knowledge you have on the ship, the more power you actually have. This is morally questionable. And I hate to... I don't know why I'm the person to be cracking down on this, but... What both of you are doing is incredibly morally questionable. Like, you know how powerful it is to know that Janeway drinks five cups of coffee a day? It's not helpful, and it's an invasion of privacy. They're invading our minds with lies. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Guys, that sounds pretty... I I wouldn't put it past them, Lil Peck. I'm going to be honest. I would not put it past them. For a Vulcan, there's nothing worse than than poisoning another being's uh, mind with lies. That our right. mind is all that we hold most sacred. Ex- How, you know what? You're right. How do we know that that okay. actually happened? I, How do we know we that don't Tom know. Paris, he could just be writing this knowing that we're watching him? I could mind right? meld with him. I've offered. I was like, hey, dude, can I? Can we just do like a quick mind meld? And he's like, absolutely not. He's so well, resistant it to well, it. It's kind of dangerous. Like, if you have nothing to hide, if you have nothing to hide, then why don't? Yeah. Why won't you mind melt? You should me? know this. Mind melts are not just like a quick and easy thing. They are very intensive. Oh. I mean, yeah, sure. Like they are. You're right. They are. I wouldn't let also, you mind I'm melt really, with me. You wouldn't let me mind melt with you. No. Why not? Because it's dangerous, and I don't want you in we're my like brain. Best friends, all of us. We're just best friends. I know we're best friends, but you don't trust Lopec. me. Well, like, theoretically, could we, could we, could you mind meld with him when he's asleep? Yeah, I could absolutely. Okay, I can't be a part of this. Whatever is about to happen, <laughs> I have a business that I need to run, and if I get in, put in the brig, which one is more culturally time, insult- insulting, by the nobody's way, nobody's yeah, getting a culture that doesn't exist. There's no, there's no. I mean, I will. It does exist, but <laughs> not here and now. It's not like they're it being hurt by this. In your mind. You're right. It no. does exist in the minds of many. No, so. it exi- you're right. if it doesn't actually exist, is it actually culturally insensitive? I gotta go. Right? I, I can't. <laughs> I've I've backed myself into a hole, a corner here, and I can't agree or disagree with both of you, and it's making me uncomfortable. I gotta go. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Should we rank this guy? That's right. Let's do it. Let's rank it. Um, this is a Captain Proton. Uh, um, sequence holodeck thing sequence that we see which speaking of fucking pressure in space <laughs> we get some nice uh, <laughs> Captain Proton flying with a jetpack through space with nothing but goggles on <laughs> I love it that that for me I was just like incredible incredible <laughs> this this is anyways I'm giving it it's the best I'm gonna go ahead and give it a five for action for that just for, just, for the the jet yeah Blew a door down. That was pretty cool. And there was all that fog and steam. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Really five. good stuff. That's a yeah. big fiver. Quinteros, baby. <laughs> Quinteros is back. We haven't had a Quinteros in a very long Thank time. Thank God for Voyager. Uh, I really like the dialogue of Kim is like, try, this is Kim's way of trying to hook up with one of the Delaney twins. <laughs> it's not... We have fun playing the game, and then we hang out afterwards. Weird I guess he says that, but, but he's just like, "We're gonna we're getting to the good part where, as characters, they have to undress me, undress lock me, me up, or something." <laughs> 
And like Kim was fully expecting Tom to just go do play like a level on his own. Yeah. Like, cause like Tom blew through that door and Harry's like, I thought you were going back to base. I I love the idea of Tom. I Paris. have this handled. He's got this mission that he like has already completed and is like, and that's three minutes. Might as well see what, see what Harry's up to with the twins. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just jet back over. It'll take me like 10 minutes, but I can jet back over to his, to the rocket ship. I'll help him out. I mean, it's, it'd be boring if I just left now. Like, <laughs> what's interesting is like you you get you definitely get the vibe that Kim thinks it's sort of a date, but does Tom like Tom's with Bellana at this point? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I guess they when they leave the holodeck, Tom very clearly was like, "By the way, Delaney, you need to get me that those reports." And she's like, "Sorry, or a day late." So to like create a sort of a professional. Yeah. to it i don't know uh, the delaney girls are great as the evil was it demonica and demonica and demonica yes they were fantastic their outfits are beautiful too i'm bummed they out are, that we didn't his, see more the eyeline yeah anyone else noticed that the eyeline was off no in that, in that whole sequence i'm surprised i didn't between that. between tom and and them he blows through the door he walks and he points the gun off right and then he says a name and then it cuts and the person on the left was like, no, that's her name. My name is this. And then it cuts back to him and his gun is pointed off to the right again. I was like, eyelines <sighs> off. Mistakes. Mistakes were made. <laughs> and then part of me was like, did they do that on purpose? Because it is like a, you know, cheesy. 1960s, yeah. like cheesy, yeah. like. <laughs> it's part, it part of the aesthetic. Yeah. I'd give dialogue like a three because it was like pretty good. It didn't have the super flowery chaotica stuff that I yeah that I personally like. So I'm actually going to say it too. Darius? Yeah. Uh, 2.5. 2.5. Romance. Oh, let's actually, we should also remember that there's the other scene where Bellana and Tom are talking in the Captain Proton set. That's true. About Tom's childhood. That was pretty... I don't remember this scene. Why do I not remember this scene? Because it's kind of flat. It's when Blana's basically like, yeah, go fucking do it. Go eco-terrorist. Go do yeah, it. She's like, I didn't marry no fucking loser. Yeah. I'm Maquis. <laughs> you know, like I I was a Maquis. And then we never see Balana again in the episode, I feel like. <laughs> she's she definitely just he like gets the out. wife in That's this. It. Yeah. 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 She's like, no, go and break the law. Go and break the rules. That's the man that I know. That's the, the Tom Paris that I me, like. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I like that sort of partnership romance. I like that intimacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Plus there's actually, I'm going to give it a four because of also the cheesiness of the, the sad, like I you're, you're, you think you're on a date, but the others not. don't think you're on a date. Yeah. I love that stuff. Love that. I'm going to go yep. with a 3.5. Um, yeah. 3.5. We've done action. Suspense. Um, I'll give it a one just for what's Tom going to do? Is he going to mm-hmm. is he going to is he going to do what he thinks is right? Yeah. Definitely. Um, point and then five. there's the suspense of like, is Harry ever gonna get out of those really loose handcuffs? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's maybe more relevant because yeah. do you, you know that Tom's going to do the right thing because this episode starts with him in the, going to the brig. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then camp. Cinco. Oh, I was going to give it a 0.5 for suspense, by the way. Oh, 0.5 okay. for suspense. Sorry. Same. Yeah. Big, big five camp. Five. It's five or four. Captain me. Proton. Yeah. It's hard not Jetpack to. Space. Jetpack in space. Jetpack in space. Jetpack in space. The twins, the Delaney <laughs> twins outfits are really good. Fantastic. It's just awesome. The set. Yeah. Five. Also doing a, like a scene, an emotional scene, reflecting on your childhood, about your childhood and the man you've become on that set. That's pretty cool. It's really cute. Yeah. yeah. There's also the scene. There's also the part where they're like, "Get me the like mind ray or whatever," and then she's like, "Which one's that again?" And she's like, "That one." That, she's like, "Right." He's like, "You're right, doing great." Right, right, right. I love when he's like, <laughs> so "You're doing sweet. great." Yeah, it is really sweet. Uh, I wonder what these games are like, like how they're scored. Like, is there, like, do you get, is it like Guitar Hero where if you hit the notes properly, the game's like, good job, you know? But if you, if you go way off script, it's like, boo. Like you, I feel like they're not, it's judged. probably objective based. Yeah, I feel like, oh, that's true. It seems like people create their own p- metrics for success in a holodeck because there's like, some people are like, you got to be in character. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's just like, uh, you have to get to the, you have to do the subjective. It doesn't matter how you do it. Right. I would There's be probably like different ways of doing it, right? So like you got you you gained a 10 in s- stealth, but a 2.5 in um like being in character. You know? I mean, like, it doesn't matter cuz you're not leveling up at all. You're just still you. Are you? Yeah, maybe you you're more effective at things. Oh, like, okay. they hol- like did Tom did Tom was Tom able to fly with a jetpack in space when he first started to, <laughs> he had to level Tom? up, <laughs> or was that a level up? He had to acquire that. He had to. He did. It's a special quest. He has to get all the jetpack parts. Stakes. Uh, I'm gonna give it a one mm. and a half for Tom and Balana's scene. Yeah, that that sounds good. Like a one for that. Yeah, ones one one. Alrighty, computer, what's our final score? Calculating. 2.92. 2. 2.92. 2.92. Okay, that ain't too bad. Voyager holodeck episodes. I'm Googling now because we're going to do another Voyager pro episode. We are. Yes. Um, while you're looking for that... Um, the intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline. Use of permission from the Midwest Collective. Make sure to check out our Instagram account and our Twitter account and our Discord account and all the things on the social medias that we're on. We're always there and always on top of it. Yeah. We have a Discord. You can find that in our link tree. Mm-hmm. Um, we also uh, have a, uh, a a coffee that we set up. So if you want to donate, we're going to use that money to like pay for our Zoom yeah, like if you enjoy the, the pod better. and would like to support us in our nerdy endeavors, you also means. get a. I made a uh, Discord, a Discord. Uh, we'll figure out what you, what more you can give for it. But there's a now a Discord role called um, uh, uh, fuck. It's uh, called fuck, and you get yeah. it with a donation. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. Uh, beyond, uh, oh, why am I blank? Okay, well, you'll get a cool role. You'll get a cool role on the Discord. 
Um, and as always, Viacom CBS, leave us alone. This is a fan podcast, and uh, just fuck off. Oh, thanks, Verona Blue, for the computer yes. voice. Yeah, and you find something yet? How are yep. we doing over there? Next week, we'll be watching Warlord Voyager Season 3, Episode 10. That sounds bad. It's bad. I can tell it's bad. <laughs> I can tell it's bad. Kes gets it's possessed bad. by a warlord. Yes! Oh my god! This sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, we're part of a network. It's uh, the Indiesaurus Network. Mm-hmm. Go check their stuff out. Yeah. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. And Dylan, I I remember what it is now. You get the special role of Betazoid royalty uh, based off of our stupid... <laughs> Our stupid uh, Betazoid Prince joke that we made last week. Yes! Oh, that's really funny. That's awesome. Incredible. That's really funny. Well, thank you, for, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for tuning in, supporting us. We like And listen it. to our nuclear power podcast that's coming up soon. <laughs> soon. <laughs> our Joe Rogan experience. Yes. Joe Rogan. The, the Hollow Boys experience. <laughs> the Hollow Boys experience. That's what we need to call our bonus episodes from here on out, the Hollow Boys experience. <laughs> Love that. That's a great idea. <laughs> All right. And program. We spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All hollow simulations have been terminated.